last night that I was missing one person that I couldn't see. There were so many people there that I, I didn't even get to greet everybody. Uh, and some of you uh, prayed that if I didn't get to you last night, that you understood. It was just so many people. And, and I meant well. But if I missed you, I still love you. Amen. And appreciate you. Amen. But I, I was I was missing one person because this one person grew up right across the street and he and my sons were tight. And then I didn't see him for years. And then the next thing I know, I found out that he was in the gospel ministry. Yes. Amen. Amen. No way I could have been shocked. Because he's always been an incredible and a very special young man. Amen. And, and we have had him come and preach and share for us. Um, brother, the Facebook thing from your last sermon just went off the charts. Amen. I didn't know what to do to keep it moving like it should. <laughs> so we got to figure that one out. But people are still going back to it. And I feel really privileged because he's he's a young man, Amen. And, and you know we we need to keep those young folk involved. Uh, they're the ones that's going to carry the church. Amen. Some of us will reach those stages before long where if somebody don't come and pick us up, we won't be able to be here. Mm -hmm. But we need those young folk. This young man and his beautiful wife uh, are just special people. They're loving, yes. they're encouraging, they're sensitive, and they are absolutely sincere in their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And so last night, I'm thinking, oh, how did they miss Kenora? But they didn't. He was hidden in the back corner back there. <laughs> but later on, he came up, and I got to talk to him, and he said, I got you, Mom, because I'm going to tell you the truth. I, would, I had a sermon prepared, but energy-wise, I felt like I was 70. <laughs> I don't normally feel like I don't know what 70 is going to feel like, but I was a little tired because I was so excited. My adrenaline, I think, it was like when you're in sports, and if you're not careful, your adrenaline can go too much, and you overdo it, and then you don't have the energy you need when game time comes. Mm. And so they had it all figured out. Y'all, y'all are something. <laughs> y'all are something. Yeah. Our preacher for the morning is Reverend Kennard uh, Stinnett from Northwood in Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> North Point Avenue. And North Point Road. This thing is North Point Avenue. I'm still North Point Road. He was one of the guys that y'all heard the sons talk about last night. Always respected. My sons always told me they looked up to him as a big brother. They said he carried it because they lived in a kind of crazy neighborhood. Nobody messed with Kennard. And nobody mess with our boys. Amen. And we bless God for that. Amen. We bless God. Brother, I thank God for you. Amen. It's time for you to take this mic so I can 
let the word of God come forth. And Reverend Kennard Stinnett, a child of Baltimore, a resident of White Plains, and a preacher of the gospel. Amen. Hear ye him. Amen. I'm going to Preacher, but 
Um, I got some crooked paths in my life that have not been yet made straight. Um, I got some stuff going on in my life. I got some dark spots and some dark corners that I can't seem to turn the light on. I hear that God loves me, but what about my baggage? My God. The stuff that makes me feel heavy, preacher. I, I hear you saying God loves me how I am, but what about the fatigue I feel my because God. I drag my past with me everywhere I go. I hear you, preacher, but you don't understand what I'm going through. And I'm here to share with you basically that I get it. I do understand because I have my own stuff. I have my own stuff to deal with and I have my own hills and valleys, my ups and downs. I have my own bullets I have to dodge and fist fights I have to avoid. So this is where the word of God kicks Come in. on, sir. Yes, sir. Come on. And helps us understand that the God that we believe in, that yes. the living God is exactly who he says he is yes. and loves us the way we need to be loved. Amen. This is God Almighty. This is what the word does. It doesn't matter if your husband or your wife don't understand. It doesn't matter if your friends and family, sometimes they just won't understand. But God understands yes. and yes. loves you. Yeah. Loves every nook and cranny of you. It's not yeah. a portion of you that God does That's not right. love. Yeah. And I know I'm right about it because King yeah. David speaks to us today. Yeah. From Psalm 139 verse 14 and he says, I praise thee yeah. for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knows fully well. Come on, sir. I want to just talk to you briefly from the subject flawed but gorgeous. My Lord. Yeah. Flawed but gorgeous. <laughs> Father God, we submit to you. There is nothing we can do without you, God. I pray that you would take this earthen vessel and simply speak. I humble myself right now, God, that your church would be edified and your name would be glorified. Yes. Have your way in me yes. so that your people could be built up and strengthened yes. and run this race, Lord, with pride and dignity yeah, God. as a child of God. We thank you right now for what you're about to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I want to talk about diamonds for a couple of minutes. Diamonds. These precious gemstones. Um, because there's some there's some things about diamonds and human beings that have some similarities, and I just want to talk about it. Um, it's an it's a, it's a education in the science when it comes to diamonds. And this, the four C's, they call it. If you're ever thinking about purchasing a diamond or getting a diamond, there's some things you need to know about them. Number one, the four important things you need to know about a diamond is the cut, mm -hmm. the cut of the diamond. Mm -hmm. um, depending on how the diamond is cut is how it's going to reflect the light, and you'll see the brilliance and all these things. On, some diamonds can be cut shallow. 
and the light won't quite reflect the way you want it to. Some diamonds can be cut too deep and the light won't reflect. And then they have diamonds that are cut what they call ideal. And it gives the perfect brilliance of light when the light comes in and pings off and it comes back out. That's when you get the brilliance. Then you have the color. Diamonds have colors. They have um, from D through KZ, they have rankings. So they can be extra clear and crispy. And then they got some ones that are slightly cloudy. So you have to look at the cut and you have to look at the color. Then they have the clarity. Once again, they're ranked from FL through 13 and 12. I don't even know what those numbers mean and those letters means. But what you need to know that is less than 1% <coughs> of all diamonds are rated as flawless. Mm. As a matter of fact, it is almost impossible to find a flawless diamond. Mm. And the last thing is the carrot. It's the size. You can get half a carrot. You can get four carrots. I don't think there's no four carrots rolling up around here, but <laughs> so you have these four C's, the cut, the color, the clarity, and the carrot. And I, I wanted to talk about that today because many of us are like diamonds. Well, many of us are like diamonds. Some of us um, have some shallow spots in our life, and some of us have some deep pains we've been cut deep and so we got shallow and deep and then some of us are ideal when people look at us everything looks so grand and we're shining right but like I said sometimes we're just not shining right on a bad day I might look like a really bad cut diamond um, when you look at the color some people are so clear and so clairvoyant and so spiritual and so godly and then you might have a brother that's in the faith just like you who don't act like you do. Maybe they mad or some circumstance or some situation got them acting ugly today. It's just how life is and that's how diamonds are. Then you have clarity from FL nearly flawless. And I found it real interesting about the diamond that um, it's nearly impossible to find a perfectly unflawed diamond because I thought, wow, that must represent Jesus. That must be the Jesus diamond. And then all the rest of us from the clearest to the foggiest all in another pile. And, and then I thought about the carrot. And this was real significant to me about how we are as Christians because uh, it was when it was talking about the carrot, it said you have to be careful when buying a diamond. You just can't think about the size because a half a carrot or a one carrot might look big on a one person's oh um, finger, but it might look smaller on somebody else's finger. Yeah. Uh, 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 a two carrot might look real big on my forefinger, but it might look smaller on somebody with a size eight. And that's important because you have to get in where you fit in yeah. in the body of Christ. You can't yeah. be looking at, yeah. I want a diamond like them, and I want to be like them, and I want to talk like them. You have to get in where you're supposed to fit in. Yeah. 
yeah. when it current lines up mm. with your finger, yeah. when you align yeah. in yeah. the body of Christ. So I was thinking about diamonds and all these things, the cut, the color, yeah. the clarity, and the clarity. How is millions of diamonds in the world? Some are brilliant, some are foggy, yeah. some are good, some are bad, some are more expensive, some inexpensive, but they are all diamonds. They are all diamonds, every last one of them. So here is David in Psalm 139 saying, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works. Thinking about the diamond and who we are and what David saw. We're talking about King David. Most people know King David as this, this awesome general in God's army, this wise king. But we also know that David was the adulterer king who, 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 who slept with Bathsheba. We also know he didn't just stop there, but 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 he he he, he had a, an affair with Bathsheba and he even had her husband killed. So so David had some baggage like most of us, but yet, but yet and still, this man with this stuff on him says. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works. David was simply saying, even though I got some stuff, I still recognize that you are the handyman when it comes to my life. You are the creator. You fashioned me. I am extraordinary because I belong to you. You are extraordinary. Yes, sir. Everything about you that God has made is good. If if God's work is marvelous, if his if his work is spectacular, if it's splendid and glorious, and if God's work is amazing, you are God's handcrafted blessing. You are God's handiwork. God does not make mistakes. Amen? God is absolutely in tune with you. The Bible tells us in Matthew 10.30 that even the hairs on your head are numbered. That's what the Bible says. God knows everything about you. He knows if you have 3,872 pieces of hair on your head and if one falls off Mm. he knows there's 3,871 God knows if you got gray hair, if you got a wig or a weave, he knows everything about you, whether what's not, what's been cut off or what's been added only God could make a human skeleton that self-lubricates itself oh, and knows how it's supposed to move in the joint. Yeah, Only God yeah. can make the most complex computer yeah. in the world called the brain that yeah. sends billions of signals through yeah. nerves yeah. in your body. Yeah. Only God oh, yeah. can make a muscular pump that talks blood through thousands of miles of blood vessels in your body. Only God can create something so divine called you. Uh, 
made a choice to follow God and commit yourself to his ways. Even though we don't always get it right. Amen. He therefore has given you the Holy Spirit to be a direct link to him. Amen. John 14, 16 and 17 says, Jesus said, and I will pray to the Father, and he will give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth. The world can't see him or accept him because it neither sees or knows him. But you know him for he lives with you and shall be in you. Oh my God. God is in oh my God is in you. This was his promise. He said, I don't care what you've done, I don't care how you see yourself, I don't care how you feel. God is with and in you. And you think God don't love you? He's in you. He walks with you. He talks with you. In the hilltops and in the valley. That's why David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. myself over the years and life will humble you but sometimes every now and then I have to explain to me people that I'm not being overconfident on, it's just that God stands Fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. Marvelous are thy works. Jesus. And he said, and that my soul yes, sir. Yes, sir. knows fully well. Yeah. Yes, I want you to yes, think sir. about yes, that. Yes, yes. 
He didn't say my flesh. Yeah. <laughs> he said my soul. All this magnificence that God gave us. It's just a house. It's just a shell of who you really are. That same person that God talked to before you were formed in your mama's womb in eternity. David said, that person, my soul, that knew you before my baggage. My soul that knew you before my stuff. My soul that knew you before I turned into a bad boy. That's the one that knows fully well that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous. Jesus. Glorious. Yes. Splendid. Thank you, Lord. Extraordinary. Thank you, Lord. I have been made. David said, My soul knows fully well. Yes. Thank you. I wanted to mention. The diamond story as I conclude. Because I have this diamond ring on. It's a pretty nice ring. If I had to say so myself. But there's a story behind it. There's a story behind it. It, it really is. I, I actually bought this ring many years back when I was in the military before I got married. Um, I knew I would never come across in those. Pretty, like, a pretty nice ring. Um, I knew I would never come across one like this again that I could get my hands on. Amen. And I couldn't afford it then, to be honest with you. But I, I bought it overseas because you get things a little cheaper when you're yeah. overseas. That's something you learn when you're in the military. And so as soon as I got back to Virginia, I went to a jeweler. And I wanted to make sure I didn't get burnt for all that money. All right, all right. And I went into the store and I was talking to the little nice white lady and, and, and I was saying ma'am I just got back from overseas I purchased this diamond ring I want to make sure is everything is supposed to be so she took out her little instrument and she was looking at it she looked at the five smaller diamonds on the outside first and then she looked at the big diamond in the middle she looked she was looking and that's when I first started learning about the four seeds because my diamond, she started telling me, well, it's been cut too deep. It's been cut too deep. So, and she said, uh, it's, it's not the clearest diamond in the world. This is not the clearest diamond. It's cloudy. And she was like, eh, well, it was one of the lowest ranking diamonds you could find. This big puppy right here. And I saw so me being young, I didn't know much. And I said, oh, okay. So she was like, and I said, well, how much would it cost to replace this diamond? And she said, honey, she said, why would you do that? She said, it's flawed, but it's gorgeous. <laughs> She said, it's still a diamond. She said, Duke Green will be the talking town. Let me tell you something. I have, my wife and I are privileged. We know some wealthy people. We know doctors and all kinds of people. We've sat at tables and had dinners with people. 
and my ring, my low-rated ring, has been the talk of many conversations. And guess what? Nobody but the technician. Nobody knows that it's flawed. But the overseer, the, the, the one who, who, who really knows you, people, they don't know we got all these blemishes and these cuts and Savior and they want to get to know this perfect God in this imperfect world. 
won't you come forth? Won't you come forth and let one of these ministers minister you to accept Jesus Christ, the forgiver of sins? What a glorious place to be in the body of Christ. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, won't you come forth? If not, they want the people of God say amen. 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 amen.